Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It's time for Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. Sean Styers enjoying a little vacation time. I'm Darren Pritchett filling in for Sean. Dean Huppert is here. The athletics director at Mishawaka High School. First off, Merry, Crippa, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you. Hey, happy holidays to you, Darren. Good to be with you on this Monday night as we talk caveman athletics for the next, oh, I would say 37 minutes or so. We have NFL football coming up at 745. And wow, you have brought in. I said this during Sports Beat. Now, I could get a lot of emails about this. But I said you could argue our guest tonight might be the best student-athlete in Mishawaka High School history considering her accomplishments. One of the greatest in St. Joe County history. Uh, you talk about yep. Anna Rohr and, and how special she is. And Sean Styers has to be a little jealous because the last time he was off... I, I bring in. in. I bring in Sharon Versip, and he's like, you know what? I love these high school coaches, but you bring in Sharon Versip, and now he takes off again, and and we bring Anna, Anna in. So uh, a, a special guest tonight, and this is a special time. Happy holidays to you, Anna. It's great to have you here in studio. Thank you, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun tonight because usually when I had a chance to interview Anna after a race, there was a short window. She was out of breath, and everybody <laughs> wanted to get pictures and interviews and uh, tonight we can actually talk a little bit and, and sit down and, and have some conversation about Mishawaka, your experience at Notre Dame and all the great things that are happening in your life. Well, Dean, I, I tell you what, I don't want to waste a whole lot of our time going through accolades. I tried to narrow it down because we could go for about 15 minutes. So let me just go real briefly, give a little background on Anna. Graduated from Mishawaka in June of 2015, National Gatorade Girls Cross Country Runner of the Year in 2014-15 and 2012-13, and two-time state cross country champions at the Indiana State Cross Country Record at 17 minutes and 8 seconds, Foot Locker National Cross Country Champion in 12 13 and 14 15 three-time state champion in the 3200 meters and then at notre dame the 2015 acc cross-country freshman of the year all acc team and was the acc cross-country champion in 2016 i'm out of breath you're gonna have to ask the first question that's a pretty good start right <laughs> and there. that's half of it and you know with anna's career at notre dame she has a chance to be the most decorated track athlete in notre dame history so the potential is there and just first First of all, talk about your experience at Notre Dame. I know so many Mishawaka people are following you. They see you on Twitter, and, and they want to know what's happening. But just going to Notre Dame and, and where you feel you are right now, you've got to be so proud to still be local, but at the same time be at one of the most prestigious universities in the country. Yeah, definitely. Um, initially, deciding to go to Notre Dame, I knew it was going to be the right school for me, but one of the things that kind of held me back was because it was so close. Um, but now that I 
have gone there for two and a half years now and I really understand how great of a university it is that I didn't realize how great it was sure. when I was um, in high school and before that. So coming to Notre Dame has really just gotten better each year, um, not just running wise, but also academically and just really appreciating the campus what it, and um, all the professors and everything it has to offer. Yeah. And um, running has, you know, just, it kept moving up. Um, I made that big jump from high school to college and the transition went really well and I've learned so much from it. You had the opportunity to go so many places mm-hmm. and there must have been a temptation to say, okay, I've lived in Indiana weather. I know how difficult it is to train, <laughs> but Notre Dame had education, but they also had something to sell for you with track. Talk about that and just what that selling point was to say, I can take myself to the next level and I can become even better than I am now with Notre Dame, despite the weather. Yeah, yeah. The The weather was um, something I knew I could have gotten away from, but... <laughs> Really, when I was deciding on where to go to school, it came down to where, what's going to give me a great education okay. and where can I go that I'm going to have a team to train with. And um, having Molly Seidel on the team, she had just won the 10K. Um, I think it was after I committed. I can't remember. But regardless, she was, one of, she was their right. top runner. And um, knowing I would have her to train with and really help push me as well, knowing I had... Um, a good coach coming in and then also just the spiritual aspect of the campus and everything that Notre Dame stands for is really a big draw for me and one of the biggest reasons that I love it. Yeah, Darren, you you may not realize this, but Anna lives just, uh, I don't know, two or three blocks away from my house. So I'll I'll see her run and and go out. A 10-second run from your house. Well, and it (laughs) it really is. And it's kind of crazy because sometimes you'll watch her run and you'll actually see people come come out of the garage and and peek. And I don't know if you've ever (laughs) noticed that before, but uh, my wife and I were on a bike ride one day and we're going Elm Road School and, you know, we're chugging and going up that hill and, and making it. And on our way down, it's like, okay, we can relax a little bit. And here comes Anna. I mean, she's just going up the hill and training. And uh, Coach Cove actually had to scale it back with Anna when she was in high school because it was seven days. She wanted to push and push. And the drive for this young lady, even at that age, was incredible. Uh, You can talk cross country or football or any tough sport, but the toughness she had, they had to scale her back and put her on a bicycle on Sundays and Mm. say, you cannot run on Sunday. Your body can't take this. And that must have been one of the challenging parts for you because you did want it. You just wanted to press and you wanted to get better. And at that time, saying you can't run, I would see you get on the bike and you were at a pretty good pace then too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I think that's one of the things that I've learned about coming, uh, being in college is that you can't go that hard every day and expect to run your best workout or run your best race. You got to have those times to slow down a little bit. And I still definitely struggle with it, but um, it gets easier once I can see the benefits of it. And I would be just from a standpoint of a person that doesn't run a whole lot, you entered college with a great idea of how to be a tremendous runner from all the accolades you had at Mishawaka nationally, but going to Notre Dame Did you change a lot in the way you did things in training? And the second part of the question was, if I'm not mistaken, there was a pretty good veteran group of runners that probably helped you early on in your freshman year to help you adapt to college. Yes. Um, So the first part, 
I didn't have to change too much when I was transitioning into college because um, my coach now, Coach Sparks, and then um, my high school coach, Chris Kovaleski, they communicated really well going in to when I was going into college, just knowing what I'm used to and what's worked and what hasn't. And so my training plan was um, based off that, but also incorporating new things, incorporating more miles. And um, I'd say one of the things that I did have to change though was learning to take those days slower mm. when, cause I was running more miles and running harder workouts. And so um, having teammates to run with and just relax and talk and enjoy the easier days um, was definitely different for me, but it proved to help a lot. And um, so the veterans that you're saying were ones that definitely helped with that, like especially Molly Seidel yeah. and Danny Aragon um, and Sydney Mounier. They were, they were the older girls in the group and they really helped um, they helped me put things in perspective when I would have really great workouts, but also not great days. And um, I think just learning from them and watching watching how Molly raced and having someone who's that good to be able to work out with, um, I hadn't really ever had. And so that was a huge, huge help in getting to that next level. You know, I talked to Coach Kovaleski and asked him after I got the job in Mishawaka, I said, I know Anna was very, very special, but in the history of Indiana cross country, how good is this girl? He said, the best there's ever been. Mm. Pretty high prestige from a guy who knows the sport and uh, an amazing compliment. But I can remember when you started and just the buzz did you feel early on that you had a talent that, that was gonna be pretty good and if you kept working at it, uh, when did you notice that, that you might have been a little bit different than some of the <laughs> other runners? I'd say that was really once I got into my sophomore year because um, freshman year I was still, I was still definitely good um, but I got injured halfway through cross country and um, making that transition back all winter long and ran track season, I qualified for state and um, so I like I ran at state, ran well, but um, it really wasn't until my sophomore year when I had a really big breakout cross country season that I realized that most girls don't run this time, and um, <laughs> there could be there could really be some some future potential, not just um, high school nationals, but running in college and nationals in college and even beyond. Yeah, when you go into high school, you think, oh, you know what, I want to get a letter. I want to make varsity. <laughs> and, you know, not bad for a former volleyball player. This was a kid who was playing volleyball and, and somebody spotted you just out on, on gym class. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. It was my seventh grade PE teacher that talked me into running cross country. <laughs> Pretty good advice. Wow. You're listening to Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering. I'm Darren Pritchett with Dean Huppert. Anna Rohr is our guest, Notre Dame graduate, and now Notre Dame women's distance runner, a junior at the University of Notre Dame. And as I ask this question, I, I don't mean this derogatory about people you faced in high school, but you were on a different level. You were setting national records, winning national awards. So many times in so many sports you see athletes have letdowns when they take on opponents that aren't as good. For example, in football, if you're playing a non-conference game, you may not get as fired up as when Auburn plays Alabama, for example. For you in high school, what allowed you to be motivated on a daily basis? You knew going in most of these events, you probably were going to win, but what was 
How did you sell yourself that this day was going to be very, very important no matter who the opponent was? I think the biggest thing is that even though I'm not necessarily competing against someone who's going to be racing me to the finish line, I was still competing against the clock. There you go. And um, it would be kind of discouraging at times when I would never run my fastest time until like the last race or two of the season when I had those people with me and all my teammates are getting their PRs like every meet. Um, so that was that could be discouraging, but I knew that I would have my time. And so I would just always race the clock and see how good I could be on that day. And you had some good competition. A, a young lady from Penn, I know, pushed and and had a Division One scholarship mm -hmm. to Ohio State, and there were some amazing runners. Talk about that just when uh, cross-country is such a, a, a small fraternity, and I don't think a lot of other athletes understand what you guys go through. So when you do get together with those other athletes, it, mu it must be fun to, and especially in high school, to say, you guys are training just as hard as I am. I mean, you're doing some of the same things. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's been fun being in college and coming, going to different races and seeing the girls that I raced against in high school. Um, I remember one time specifically lining up next to Elena Lancioni from Laporte yeah. um, on the line for like it was a regional meet or something, but it was a meet I was pretty nervous for, and she was lined up next to me, and we looked at each other, and we were like, "Wow, it's just like old times. Good luck." <laughs> um, but I don't know, it's. Like even though you're competing against each other, I feel like we're still we're still in a sense just like friends and we kinda wanna help each other out along the way. Sure. And there was a a time when Anna was injured and, and couldn't run and I believe it was your junior year at the cross country state championships and I did an interview I went over to her house and we did an interview and saw her workout and what I was most impressed by wasn't just the fact that you were working out and you were trying to do everything you could but we talked about the state championship and I I said it must have been really hard for you to watch somebody else when you knew you could have been there but you knew you were doing the right thing had fractures in two feet mm. and, and just battled through as much as she could, but said, I have to shut it down and we can't run this year. But one thing that stood out to me when I asked her, I said, it must have been really tough for you to watch that race. She said, well, actually, the girl who won, I was really happy for her, and it was exciting to watch <laughs> and to see her. I don't know if you remember that at all. I, I can't remember if it was a girl from Carmel um, who won the state championship that year, but it just showed the humility and the sincerity by Anna to, to be happy for somebody else to have that opportunity to win. And then probably in the back of your mind, you're also saying, I really want to be back there <laughs> next year to try to do it my senior season. Do you remember the, the watching that and just how difficult that was to, I believe you watched it on the computer is what you told me. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching it and it was, it was definitely hard knowing that I like could have been there, should have been there. Um, but you know, I accepted that not not every year is my year, and not right. every season is going to be my best. And so, um, if I couldn't be there, I at least wanted the girl who won. I wanted her to win. So, um, at the end of the day, you know, it was I was happy for her. Yeah, there you go. Caveman Corner presented by Midland Engineering. Anna Rohr is our guest. We'll take a quick timeout. We'll continue our conversation with Anna in just a couple of moments. Later on in Caveman Corner, Matt Sparks, associate. Head coach for cross country and distance at Notre Dame will join us to talk about Anna as well. So stick around more to come. It is 722 at WSBT.
Welcome back to Cayman Corner on 96.1 FM WSBT. Presented by Midland Engineering. I'm Darren Pritchett filling in for Sean Styers. Dean Huppert alongside. Our special guest is Mishawaka graduate and now Notre Dame women's distance runner Anna Rohrer. And not only an outstanding distance runner, but also a tremendous student athlete. And at Mishawaka High School, she was the salutatorian, if I say that correctly. See, I'm not smart enough to even know about those things because I didn't have the grades to qualify for yeah, that award. Pretty close. I mean, close enough. Valedictorian, salutatorian, you're yeah. all over it, man. It's in the same spot. So how easy slash difficult is it, Anna, to balance the academics and being a student athlete at Notre Dame? I mean, you're coming off exams. You've got to be a little relieved at this point. Yeah, yeah. Balancing academics and athletics at Notre Dame is definitely a challenge, um, but it gets easier each semester. Um, freshman year definitely started out pretty rough. Um, being, I, I'm a neuroscience major, and so I was in like all of the initial hard chemistry calculus, um, all of the like weed out courses that they say. So. Um, <laughs> Combining that with running more and harder than I ever had in my life was a, definitely a, a difficult transition, um, but I've learned what I'm good at, and I've learned um, the proper study skills and time management, so it gets easier each semester. So dazzle us with a couple of the courses you had this fall. Um, this fall, I took physiology, embryology, adolescent development and abnormal psychology. And I also um, worked in a memory and aging research lab in the psychology mm. department. Mm -hmm. Dean, being communication majors, we did not have those as choices. No, no. I had, I had we had it easy. And thank goodness I did have psychology because in that business, you know, uh, you need it every now and then. That must have been uh, nice to get some practical experience just to yeah. get out of the classroom and actually uh, put your major at work a little bit this semester. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it's um, it's been a lot of fun, too, learning things that are specific for my major. Sure. And um, my dad's also a neuropsychologist, and so mm. it's really fun to actually understand what he does and be able to talk to him about it. Yeah, and go out to dinner with those guys sometime, huh? <laughs> Were there some classes in high school that you can remember that maybe helped prepare you or that you thought, wow, this is a challenge, or maybe even sparked the interest that, that you're doing now? Well, I really enjoyed my psychology class, and um, the other big class that, it was actually, um, a four-year series. It was. Um, it started off as biomedical engineering, but then there was also like medical interventions and um, human body systems. But it was a four-year course with the project Lead the Way that really got me. Gave you a lot of hands-on experience sure. with um, yeah. doing your own experiments and dissecting things and all that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, one of the things I appreciated about Anna when she was in high school, not only track and cross country, but she was also a member of the band. And that must have been, for you, something that obviously was a passion of yours, but to be part of a different team as in part of the high school. Uh, talk about that experience and just uh, what that gave you and, and helped you to go to the next level. I, I definitely enjoyed my time in band. Um, I think a lot because I had so many different activities in high school that when running wasn't going well, when I was injured, there was always something else that I had going on in my life. And it's also 
a big part of my family because uh, both my parents and my brothers were all in band. And so it was really something that united all of us. And it was, it was just, I never really thought about not doing band. It was something that my family had always done. And so there was just never really an option to not do it. <laughs> it was kind of crazy, but I can remember getting a highlight of her at halftime. And it was a big deal to me because rarely was I at a game at halftime. And then you look at the Mishawaka band and it's like, how am I going to find her? And you're looking and then all of a sudden I spotted Anna and it's like, all right, I've got a highlight for tonight that we can put within the Mishawaka football highlights. And uh, uh, you, I know, keep in touch with Mr. Gamble and also Mr. Chamberlain. The middle school band at Mishawaka right now, there's over 100 kids in wow. town young. So I don't know if we're going to have to get more seats, more chairs, more bleachers, but these kids are coming up and the, yep. the band just keeps growing and growing. Anna, I would love to know what your diet is. And I only ask this because when I was in high school, I knew a an outstanding cross-country runner who won the state tournament, won the Foot Locker tournament like you did. And I remember her saying she had never eaten a chocolate chip cookie. That just was one of the things nutritionally that she would not eat. What are some things that you eat normally? And are there a couple of things that you cheat on from time to time? Um, I, I, th I find it kind of funny that you asked this because I'm actually interested in going into sports nutrition. Um, and I worked with a sports dietitian this past summer. And um, I'd say diet-wise, like, I think people have a lot of um, misconceptions about it <laughs> because <laughs> I do, I mean, it's obviously like very important to eat healthy yeah. because you're fueling your body to perform. And so if you don't put the right stuff in it, you're not going to get the right out of it. So, um, yeah, I eat a lot of my fruits and vegetables and the healthy whole grains and stuff. But, um, I mean, I'm also not afraid to go out for ice cream and <laughs> <laughs> I'm meeting a friend for Froyo after this. So, um, yep. if you have the right balance and you're eating everything that you know you need to to perform, it's going to be okay if you have that cookie. <laughs> Traveling with the Irish hockey team on a game day, normally we eat six hours before the game. You get the pasta, you get the chicken, all those type of things. When do you normally eat before a meet? And what do you normally eat? It can be a little tricky um, in college now because a lot of my races are at night. Okay. And so if I'm racing at like 9 p.m., you can't not eat dinner before that. So I'll eat like a small like a half dinner or something. So I would, um, usually before a night race, I would have like half of a banana and half of a turkey sandwich or something. Um, and honestly, there were quite a few times when I would be ready, like be warming up and stuff and be pretty hungry still. And so I'm not going to step on the line to run a 10K hungry. Yeah. So like <laughs> I'll eat a granola bar right before I race <laughs> if that's going to get me through. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that I thought was really cool in high school was the state championships must have been the day after Halloween, but there were some pictures on Twitter of Anna and a couple of her friends dressed up in Halloween because <laughs> they were down at state. And <laughs> I was like, you know what? She's getting ready for one of the biggest races of her life at that time yeah. and just being a kid. I mean, That's having, it's all about. having fun. Hey, we've got a big week this week at Mishawaka. The basketball team, boys and girls, are going to be at Elkhart Central tomorrow night, so that'll be a huge event at Northside Gym. 
Our swim teams are going to be at Goshen, and Northwood will be at that event. Wednesday, Alex Faulkner is going to sign with Army, so that'll be a awesome. great morning, and signing to play football there. He's going to redshirt next year and get bigger and stronger and, and be part of that program. Then Thursday, we're going to have wrestling. Al Faulkner will be there with the guys, and uh, <laughs> they're going to be wrestling clay at Mishawaka. And Friday, we've got Marion. Should be a huge event. Boys and girls at Mishawaka. We're also going to be uh, sponsoring the Buddy Bench that night. And I don't know if you know much about a Buddy Bench, but Hums Elementary is doing a cool project where they collect lids from water bottles and Gatorade bottles, and then they're going to make a bench out of it. Hmm. And out on recess... If a little kid doesn't have somebody to play with, they go sit on that bench, and then other kids will come over and say, hey, why don't you come play with me? So it's, it's Wonderful a great idea. project. Yeah, so we're going to be collecting caps at that game. Also, Champions Together, it's an IHSAA-sponsored event, and we're going to be uh, taking donations for Champions Together, another uh, amazing event. Sherry Kaiser's uh, spearheading that with some of our student leaders at Mishawaka High School. So it'll be a great time on Friday night at the cave. All right, sounds like a plan. Anna Rohr is our guest coming up next. We'll bring in Anna's coach, Matt Sparks. We'll talk a little bit more about Notre Dame cross-country distance running and more with Anna Rohr coming up on Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering on WSBT. Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering, continues on your home of the Fighting Irish, 96.1 FM WSBT, along with Dean Huppert. I'm Darren Pritchett, filling in for Sean Styers. Our special guest is Mishawaka graduate and Notre Dame women's distance runner, Anna Rohrer. And now we bring into the program Anna's coach, associate head coach for cross-country distance, Matt Sparks, joins us here on WSBT Radio. Matt, good to meet you. Thanks for joining us on this Monday evening. Yeah, thanks for having me. So when you saw film or saw her live, did she look different than most cross-country runners coming out of high school? Yeah, I'd had the chance to watch her throughout the first couple years of her high school experience, but I was another institution coaching, so never dreamed I'd have a chance or the opportunity to recruit or even coach her throughout the collegiate experience. But uh, get to Notre Dame, and she was uh, obviously the first the first name on my list of people to call, and uh, tracked her down, and had the first had the opportunity to watch her run at uh, Oxbow Park in Elkhart for the first time, and that's an event that I talked to Co- Coach Cove the night before, and said she's only going to run at about 50 to 70%. It's going to take it pretty easy, and uh, let a young lady named Brooke Moore from Elkhart lead the first half of the race, and then the last half, Anna just kind of did a little stride out to pull away, <laughs> and you know, the, that last mile, she put about 30 seconds on, on the poor girl from Elkhart, but at that point, obviously, I knew, you know, we need to do whatever we do to convince her to come to Notre Dame. Yeah, one of the things that's impressive about her, today I was just talking to Coach Cove and our principal, Jerome Caldroni, and I said, hey, we're going to have Anna on tonight, and everybody just smiles, and <laughs> they know how hard she's worked for the success, and and they've seen how hard she works in the classroom. What have you seen at Notre Dame that impresses you that maybe you hoped carried on from high school, but here it is now? I, I think the biggest challenge a lot of elite high school kids when they get to college deal with is is keeping everything in perspective and and they have so much success at the high school level and, and you, you lose once or twice in three years of high school running that Anna did that you know when you when you get beat that first time and Anna lost a lot her freshman year to thankfully her teammate but she 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 took it all in stride so that balance that she talked a little bit earlier is something that makes her more unique than than most collegiate women's distance runners or or 
collegiate athletes in general. She she knows how to accept a race and a performance or a practice or an event for what it is, whether it's a, getting that first B in college in a college classroom or taking a loss in the first meet that she ran. She knew what it was, and it was a learning experience. She grew from it, and that's how she's able to continue to improve and progress season after season. And having somebody like Molly Seidel must have been a, a great benefit for her and, and for you to watch her. Okay, she can mm-hmm. she can see how it's done and, and done the right way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Molly at times ex- had, had trouble with balance as well. So I think Anna got to see some of the, the goods and the bads that Molly brought to the table and, uh, you know, build from Molly's, you know, um, experiences on both sides of that and, and become the champion that she's developing into now. Matt, whether it's training stride mental part of long distance running did you have to tweak anything with her uh the only thing we tried to tweak and i know coach cove tried to deal with this as well and anna hit on earlier you know relax at times you know and you don't have to make everything every day the hardest day that it that it could be you know taking taking easy days recovery days and let your body rest because the one thing that i think is also unique other than her life balance that she has is her ability to just run hard. And Molly Seidel's talked about and other girls that she's raced, I've talked to that have talked about Anna is that she's breathing hard. She sounds like she's out of gas and she just keeps pushing and she keeps pushing until they can't keep up anymore. So trying to harness that. And, and at times we still struggle with it, when to run hard and when not to run hard. And, uh, and that's you know, something that we continue to work on and she'll, she'll you know, master eventually. And this year it was announced that it's a redshirt year. Talk mm-hmm. about that. Just m- maybe the time to concentrate in the classroom, to concentrate on on some other things. Uh, can this be a big benefit for for this? Exactly. Run? Yeah, and, and it's a chance for her to to have that fifth year to still compete as well. But uh, you know, she she has gain a better grasp of academics of, of Notre Dame, as she mentioned earlier. But it's also a chance to for help her to help learn her body and, and what she needs to do to keep it more healthy and when to push on the gas and when to take that cross-trained day to rest and recover and, you know, when to, you know, slow down and just run with her teammates and have that, that fun girls run that she kind of lacked a little bit at the high school level. We have about two minutes left, but I want to sneak this in. As her coach, what do you hope she accomplishes before her career ends at Notre Dame? Uh, really just to grow as a person continue to grow as a person and if she does that then she's gonna she's gonna become the best athlete she can be and like i said that's something i think she's really grown into the last couple years where she had a lot of emotional moments that first semester and it was really almost just the first six weeks sickness and academic stresses and you know athletic was almost the third thing on her mind uh you know at times and as she matured through those experiences she's grown as an athlete and as she continues to 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 mature as a person which You've heard her talk for the last 20 minutes. Oh. She sounds like a 30-year-old woman over here yep. talking right now. But as, as, as those things mature, then she's going to challenge for national titles just like she has the last two years. Sky's the limit. Anna, I'd like to ask you just advice that you have now that you have experience in high school and in college. Advice you have for young girls, young boys who are running and trying to get better and, and, and understand the sport of cross-country or track. Um, I'd say the biggest thing is to make sure that you love it, make sure your heart is in it, because I've had the times when my heart's not in it and it clearly shows in my performance. And so if it's something that you really love, you're going to want to keep working hard at it. And if you have set goals, then, and you know, like set your goals and set the way to achieve the goals so that each little stepping stone along the way, you can feel good about crossing that off your list. And if there's always something you're working for and you love it, then 
you're going to do well. Well, we want to thank you just uh, yeah. as the director of athletics at Mishawaka. You continue to make us proud, and people in Mishawaka just love to watch your career, and, and the sky is lemon. We can't wait to see it keep taking it higher and higher. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Matt Sparks, thank you as well. Continued success to you on the program. Yeah, thank you, guys. Dan, a pleasure. Happy holidays to all of you. Merry Christmas. Yeah, happy holidays to you too, Darren. Cayman Corner presented by Midland Engineering. Our thanks to our special guests, Anna Rohr and Matt Sparks. And coming up next, it's the National Football League on WSBT Radio. Atlanta taking on Tampa Bay. This has been Cayman Corner presented by Midland Engineering on 96.1 FM, WSBT South Bend. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 